welcome to Season 5, Episode 5 of the Golf Life Alberta Podcast. I am your host, Leah Sneffen, and golf season is here, baby, finally. Um, I hope you guys have had a chance to get out and play, and um, I know the courses now with all this rain this week is are hopefully going to be greening up, and the leaves are going to start popping on the trees, and... It's officially here, and it's getting real for me too because my first Alberta Golf Tour tournament is this weekend out of Copper Point in Invermere, so that marks the official beginning, my friends. It's here. Um, I caught myself the other day. <laughs> Can you believe this? Um, I was thinking, wow, it's really busy at the gym, and I said in my head, well, yeah, of course, Leah. Like, summer's over now and it's fall and people want to get in shape it's fall really really <laughs> like I know it felt like summer for a few days there um, but it is indeed not even summer yet so um, I'm not really sure what was going on in my brain at that time but anyways we have a great show for you today we have two junior golfers of the month and actually did a little brother sister combo here for you today so very excited for you to meet them um i did the interviews at, a, at very different times though so callie i actually interviewed her um, during one of her lessons at modern golf back in february so if there's some date references there that would be why and her brother Cohen, I actually just interviewed today. And so uh, much more recent stuff. And they both ended up winning their first event of the season, MJT, down in Paradise Canyon in Lethbridge. So that's pretty awesome. We also have Murray McCourt on the show. He just wrote a book. Like, as if the guy doesn't do enough. How the heck did he write a book? Um, so we're chatting with him about that. And very good conversation. And actually, you know, you could probably pick up a thing or two, but you should probably still go buy the book um, from Amazon. And other than that, let's get rolling. The Junior Golfer of the Month is sponsored by Kevin Stevens in Scotia Wealth Management's Red Deer office. Kevin Stevens is a wealth advisor with Scotia Wealth Management, a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. I'm very excited to introduce you to Callie Yeski. All right, we are here with Junior Golfer of the Month, Callie Yeski. Callie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Callie, uh, can you kind of tell the crowd what, how old you are, what high school you go to, and what course you play out of? Um, yeah, I'm currently 14 years old. I go to the National Sports School in grade 9, and my home club is currently the Glencoe Golf and Country Club. Nice. Um, do you have any nicknames? No, not really. Just Callie. Just Callie. <laughs> how did you get into golf? Um, my parents signed me up for a junior program at my cottage at this little par three course where we would just go out twice a week with some older kids. They would take us around the course and then, yeah, they just signed us up and my brother and I both fell in love with the game. We just kept going from there. I love that. How old were you when you started playing full, like 18 hole rounds? 18 holes. I think I was around nine when I started playing full 18 rounds consistently. And then how uh, old were you when you started playing tournaments? I think my first tournaments, they were just more fun tournaments, but they were when I was 10, I think, that summer. Do you have goals for your future in golf? Um, yeah, I want to get a D1 golf scholarship to the States, and then further down the road, a lot further, um, eventually go on the LPGA Tour. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, there's been a couple 
on the LPGA from Alberta. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the chance you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> there is a chance. I hope so. <laughs> what would you say is the strongest part of your game? Um, it really depends on the day or the week, and that's just kind of how golf is. On a on a good week, I guess, or maybe looking back to maybe one of your better weeks, what was the strongest point of your game there? Um, yeah, I just went down to Palm Springs recently, down out on the grass for the first time. My strongest, I don't know, the strongest part of my game down there would probably be, I'd say I was striking my irons pretty well, like longer, like mid to long irons were going pretty well. So I've been working on my ball striking a lot. So yeah, that's going good. Excellent. What do you love about golf? <laughs> What's not to love is the better question. <laughs> I Obviously there's the parts hitting a bad shot, but other than that, golf is just great. It's so much fun. Competition especially is great. Sometimes, you know, it can get frustrating, but it's just passionate. I'm passionate about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's been cool to watch you develop over the years for sure. Um, what would your best memory be on the golf course, whether it's a tournament or a win or something with the family? Um, my best memory would probably be making a hole in one. Um, I was eight and the hole was like 130 yards. I hit my driver. I was going to say, <laughs> wow. Yeah. And it just somehow made it in the hole. And that was, that was really exciting because that what was really, that just really got me going into golf, you know? Uh, I would say so. <laughs> eight years old with a hole in one. Yeah. Like, there are people listening to this podcast right now who are probably 50 or 60 and don't have a hole in one, just yeah. for the record. <laughs> now, I remember, I think, reading some newspaper article about this. Didn't your brother, like, didn't something happen yeah. that day? Yeah. Um, Cohen, we got it on the same hole, my brother and I, uh, five days apart. And yeah, on the same hole, same course. So we were on the news in a bunch of newspapers on the radio, kind of all over the place. Oh, man, that's so cool. Yeah, so cool. Um, and what would you say is the accomplishment that you're most proud of in golf so far? So far, um, this past season, I shot 69 three under uh, at Mackenzie Meadows to win a tournament on the final day by eight when I was tied going into the last day. So that was really exciting for me. Yeah, to yeah. perform like that under that kind of pressure. I'm like starting to get glossy eyed because I was there. <laughs> yeah. I was there and I, I I remember just being so so proud of you because yeah, that I'd never seen that score out of you before and it yeah, was just either. like uh, amazing. Yeah. And fourteen years old were you thirteen at the time? Thirteen, yeah. Thirteen and shooting <laughs> a sixty nine under tournament pressure on the third day of a major, like it's just it's just so awesome. Yeah, it's great. Okay, rapid fire questions. We're going to get to know Callie a little bit better. You ready? <laughs> okay, go for it. <laughs> All right, favorite professional golfer? Uh, Colin Morikawa. Oh, yeah. We haven't had that one yet. I love his swing. It's so nice. I, it's just, it's pure. It is pure. Yeah. yeah. Um, favorite major? Um, the Masters. Yeah, everyone yeah. said that. And I, me too. Yeah. I love favorite it. golf course in Alberta? In Alberta. Oh, there's so many good ones, though. Like, it depends what you're looking for. Like, if I'm feeling like a hard course on the day, like, I like Mickelson or Glencoe, the forest. Yeah. I really like the forest. Or, like, Banff is gorgeous. Yes. Just depends on what you're looking for yeah. for that day. Yeah. 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 I've been waiting because I know so many kids play that MJT Banff event, and mm-hmm. no one has said Banff yet. <laughs> it's so pretty, though. Like, the scenery is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, what would you say is the favorite your favorite golf course that you've ever played? 
Oh, I don't know. There's so many good ones. But I think we just went down to Palm Springs and we played the Classic Club. Yeah, I don't know if you know about it, but it was really, really nice. It was, yeah, just so much fun. I, I was joking in the last podcast about how I don't know if you guys know how good you have it with the courses that you get to play. I know. Play. Yeah, we're so lucky. <laughs> so lucky. Um, now, I'm going to put a little asterisk beside this one because I've gotten the same answer from everyone and I don't want that one anymore. Course you haven't played but want to with the exception of Augusta. That cannot be your answer. I really want to play Pebble or St. Andrew's Old Course. Mostly Pebble though. I've always wanted to play Pebble or Beach. Yeah. Yeah. That would be very fun. Do you play any other sports? Yes. Um, Actually this year is my first year without doing club volleyball because there's just not enough time with golf. But last year, I did club volleyball. My team won provincials, so that went okay. And then, yeah, I also do lots of skiing, um, you know, basketball. I do skating also. I used to do figure skating, and I still – I don't do it competitively anymore, but I still do that. And then, yeah, basically, I've kind of done every sport for fun, you know, just a few days out of the year, just go do it with some friends. Yeah. Basically anything. Out of my own curiosity, what position did you play in volleyball? As a middle. Yeah. You're, okay, so again, so so we're not talking to Sydney. You're not six feet tall, but I'm you are tall. How, yeah. how tall are you? Uh, like five seven and a bit. Really? Yeah. Feels like you're taller than that. I know. But again, you're, you're only fourteen, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Um, favorite milkshake or ice cream flavor? Um, I don't want to be boring, but I'd have to go with vanilla. It's so funny. Like everyone <laughs> has gone with something basic, like either yeah. vanilla or chocolate. Vanilla, I definitely. Totally agree. <laughs> um, favorite kind of pizza? Favorite kind. Of, um, I like pepperoni and mushrooms. Oh. Yeah. There's a new one. Yeah, okay. It's pretty good. And favorite chip flavor? I don't like chips. <gasps> what? Oh my gosh. I don't know. Like processed stuff, not really my thing. Chips, I, I don't know. They're just so. Ugh. Greasy. Yeah. Okay. Just not okay. a thing. <laughs> um. Okay. Favorite meal? Pasta. Any type of pasta. Literally any <laughs> pasta I could eat all day, twenty four seven. Anything. I think a lot of people would agree with that. Pastas. <laughs> yeah. Very amazing. Yes. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time today, Callie, and congratulations on being the Junior Golfer of the Month. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's pretty unbelievable the types of scores that these players, juniors, 14-year-olds, 13-year-olds, can shoot at such a young age. It's it's truly remarkable. Um, She just had a great tournament in Lethbridge. That interview was actually done back in February, and she won her first one of the year. And actually, at one point in her final round, I was talking to her coach, Jamie Reimer, and she was four or five under at one point. Um, So just absolutely insane. Very awesome. Next up, I'm very excited to introduce you to Murray McCourt. If you don't know who Murray is, um, you may not be super involved in the golf community or you really stick to like Southern Alberta because I feel like everyone knows who Murray McCourt is. Uh, He is the GM and executive professional out at the ranch in Atchison, um, just west of Edmonton. And their golf course is, I don't, I don't know if this is like an official stat, but I'm pretty sure they do way more tournament rounds than any other course in this province. And I'm 
I don't think it's even close. So um, there's a d definitely a different element there for sure. Um, he just wrote a book. So here is my interview with Murray McCourt. All right, you guys, we are here with the general manager and executive professional from the ranch just outside of Edmonton, Murray McCourt. Murray, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely. It's uh, been long overdue, I feel like. Um, for those of you who may not know much about the ranch or even where it is or who Murray McCourt is, can you give us a little introduction on that? Well, uh, you know, I, I've been at the ranch for a long time now. This is year 17 that I've been the GM executive professional at the ranch, but I've been in the golf business uh, ever since I, I can remember. I, it was what I wanted to do when I was in high school and, and uh, I applied for the San Diego Golf Academy when I was in high school. And I was so thrilled beyond belief to get accepted to go to school there. And, and uh, after I got done my college in, in California, I played a little bit on the Golden State Tour down there, realized in a big hurry that I need to do what I'm doing now because I wasn't good enough to make a living playing. So <laughs> uh, then, uh, you know, I came back to Canada, did my apprenticeship at Wolf Creek, was very fortunate to get my first head pro job uh, and really my only head pro job at the Manton Golf Club just south of Calgary when I was 23 years old and ended wow. up... Uh, uh, evolving that uh, position to the food and beverage there was my own private business and you know was a pro and the manager and and did all that and was there for 12 years before I came up to the ranch and here I am 17 years later been been a fun ride for sure yeah absolutely now I had to reach out to you because you've done something that deserves some major kudos and it's something that I think a lot of people maybe talk about or think about doing in their life and and never get around to actually doing, but you wrote a book, you got a book published. <laughs> yeah, That's I, a big I, deal. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, wasn't necessarily something that I ever envisioned myself doing, but it's the way uh, life ended up going. And, uh, you know, really thrilled that, that I went through that process and, and I did it and been getting some amazing feedback from people that have been reading it. So, uh, you know, when you put yourself out there in that way, you, you open yourself up for a lot of stuff that uh, I'm not necessarily fully comfortable doing, but I got out of my comfort zone and, and did it. And, and so far so good on uh, the response that I'm getting from people. So yeah, I'm really happy I did it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. Get out of your comfort zone. Um, now your book is called outside the tea box and it's a little bit about your journey and a little bit about the business of golf. Um, can you kind of give us kind of a, a broad view of, of what people might read in this book and, um, I guess kind of what, what they can expect and who this book might be for. Well, sure. So ultimately it's, uh, uh, I view it as a business book and my business philosophies are fully transferable to any business, not just in golf. It certainly will probably get pigeonholed as a golf book because of who I am and, and what my background is. But, you know, so far, some of the feedback I've been getting from people that aren't in the golf business are, co are contacting me and, and saying about how fascinated they were with the book and how much they're getting from the book and how they're going to implement things in their own businesses and things like that. So it's been great that way. But so, the first half of the book uh, is really about my journey and how I got into golf in the first place and, and the history of, of, of my golf career. 
uh, with some business stuff mixed in in the first half. And the second half of the book, the vast majority of it is, is business and, and, you know, secrets to success in the golf business or in, in business in general that, uh, that, you know, we've had a ton of success here at the ranch over the years. We are a mm-hmm. uh, crazy busy golf course and, and, and do very well. And same thing at Nanton before that, uh, you know, when I first got to Nanton, it was, it, you could shoot a cannon through the fairways there most days. And when I left, oh, yeah, well, that place was hopping. So, uh, you know, I, I've been very fortunate to surround myself with some great people, both in Nanton and here and, uh, and had some great success along the way. So, you know, I, I as you know, too, I have my own radio show. I'm going to hit uh, year five on my own radio show now uh, that I have Curtis Stock as my my co-host and uh, been doing that for five years. And now the book has come. So just uh, little little pieces that add on to the career that I've had. Yeah, absolutely. Now, this is something I've noticed. I didn't kind of brief you on this question. I just wrote it down as we started talking, but you know, I've obviously run golf tournaments at many, many, many golf courses. So I've seen the way that they, they work on the back end, at least when my tournaments are there. And one thing I've noticed about the ranch is the culture is just a little bit different there. And obviously that comes from the top. Um, you, you know, a lot of golf pros, I feel like joke about CPGA standing for can't play golf anymore, whether that's the skill or the time, but you make it um, a priority to make sure that you and, and your staff get out there. I think you told me every Sunday you have that standing time. Um, tell us a little bit more about, I guess, like how you create that culture. Because I I have to assume that that's what trickles down and, and makes your golf courses hopping and busy. And, you know, it's 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 not the most common culture that I've seen at golf courses. And I think it's amazing. Well, I appreciate that a lot. Well, you know, and that a lot of that type of stuff is in the book and how it, how it's all evolved and, and, uh, and work, but you know, ultimately I think in a lot of ways, the ranch has taken on my personality. We call it the, uh, one of our taglines that we've used is the fun laid back and accommodating public golf course. And, and, uh, you know, my person, I am a very laid back guy. I don't get wound up very easily and, and things like that, but, uh, you know, so it's taken on a bit of my personality that way. But, you know, I empower the staff and we have so much staff that has been here long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. Lots of our outside services guys have been here for 15 years. Like our superintendent's been here 27 years. Our head pro has been here 23 years. And, uh, you know, we just get that culture where people want to be here. It's a fun place to be. It's a fun place to work. And a lot of what we do is... Uh, you know, we really know who we are as a business and we emulate that each and every day uh, and, and, and what we offer. And so we have very high expectations on on the experience that we want to give the golfers when they come here and play. And, you know, the people that uh, we have in, in place uh, uh, from our management breakdown to the people that are, like I said, outside services and grounds crew and in a restaurant, they embody what what we are. And we try to hire people that uh, that live, uh, you know, like and, and want to give that service to the, the customers that we want to provide. And and uh, you know, they, they become ranch people. They they just will do anything for for this place and, and to help make it successful and help make our customers have the experience that they want to have. And the staff has been part of making. Uh, 
the decisions on who we are as a business. I included them in, in how we were going to decide what the pillars of our business are and, and how we're going to operate and what we're going to be. And, and so when they're part of that process, that makes them accountable to that process. And mm-hmm. over time, staff is going to change and staff is going to evolve. But, you know, there's always going to be veterans here that that'll guide and teach the new new employees that come through here to how the ranch works and uh, what we expect. So that's a big part of the culture anyways. Yeah, 100%. And I would say, I mean, I don't know if there's stats kept or, or anything about this, but like there's the, the turnover at the ranch is significantly lower, almost zero, <laughs> um, compared to any other golf course who's scrambling for staff every year. So, I mean, that in itself, I think, says a lot about yeah. Like I said, our head pro, uh, 23 years, superintendent, 27 years, our office manager is over a decade, our events and clubhouse manager, Adam Wizer, uh, is he's in the year now, maybe four, but uh, he assigned him to a 10-year employment agreement. Our head chef has signed a 10-year employment agreement. I mean, our management team is here and they have bought into who we are, what we do, and they want to be here. And they're going to be here for a long time. And, uh, you know, you need to surround yourself with great people that uh, are passionate about what, about uh, your business. And, and you know, I'm fortunate enough to have uh, such a great team that I work with each and every day. 100%. Yeah, and I completely can relate to like that, that fun, laid back, accommodating, you know, all those words. That's the type of thing that I've kind of... You know, over the years, you you develop a certain identity and you want your customers to know that. And that's that's the same thing with the tour, right? Like, I don't want tournaments to be stuffy. I don't want people to feel uncomfortable coming there. So that's, I think that's why we end up at the ranch more often than we end up at most other venues, because it's it's a nice synergy, right? Yeah, exactly. It's uh, We're always happy to have you as well. I mean, we do a lot of tournaments here, as you know, and... Uh, you know, it's always a, I almost get a little, hmm, how come Leah's not back with us this year? When I, <laughs> and I realize it's great to have a little variety in your events for your, your players and, and whatnot. But uh, yeah, what you do is fabulous and, and gives people an opportunity to play some competitive golf and, and uh, to have people come and expose them to our golf course and, and how we do things is, is great for us as well. And now we will plug that AGT event a little bit. We've got June 11th is a Sunday, um, a noon start. And so if anyone wants to go check out the ranch, you guys, even from Calgary, let me tell you, it's worth the drive. The, the greens already look like they're just, I mean, they're always like that early season. Well, that's one of the pillars of our business is we offer premier conditions. Our superintendent does such a fabulous job and and we came through the winter just (laughs) fabulous again. Uh, he just knocks it out of the park and, you know, we're, it, the conditions here, you're always going to have absolutely top-notch conditions when you play at the ranch. Yeah, I love it. Now, you mentioned your radio show. For anyone who maybe hasn't tuned into that, where can they find you and when? Well, it's every Sunday morning starting this Sunday, uh, 20 weeks a year. It's called the VIP Golf Show, sponsored by VIP Golf uh, uh, for those people who don't know that, I mean, it's a, a way that you can get some some great uh, rates at golf courses all across Alberta. But VIP Golf Show every Sunday morning, 8.30 to 10 a.m. on TSN 1260 uh, here in Edmonton. Uh, 
a podcast comes out of it, uh, uh, the show that I always post on social media, but you can always go to the TSN uh, 1260 website and listen to any of the shows over the, or over the years are, are all there. And like I said, this Sunday for the next 20 weeks, uh, we have a, a great lineup of guests each and every week with myself and our, my co-host Curtis Stock. And you're going to be a guest on June 4th again to talk about AGT and everything that you have going on. So that'll be great to have you again. Absolutely. And thank you for always including me in that every single year. And um, I think that's that's about it for today, unless you have anything else you wanted to add. No, I just appreciate you having me on. And, uh, you know, I hope people do take the opportunity to read my book. It's available on Amazon. Just Google mine or search my name or the name of the book outside the tea box on Amazon <laughs> and uh, getting great feedback. And I, I think anybody that uh, plays golf would enjoy reading it. Quick question for myself and maybe some others. Um, I drive a lot, so I don't have time to read. Do you have an audiobook version of it yet? <laughs> I've been asked that a few times and, <laughs> and not yet, uh, but it may be coming uh, in the in the future for sure. Uh, but boy, would you want to listen to my voice for several hours uh, reading the book to you? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you can pay for a narrator, but your voice is fine too. That's okay. Yeah. You've got a radio show. You've got it. You're good. Yeah, for sure. I, I got a voice for radio. <clears throat> or a face right. radio, I guess. <laughs> I know, hence why I do a podcast too, and it's not a video one. <laughs> All right, awesome. Thanks, Marie. Congratulations again on the book. And everyone, go check out The Ranch this year. If you want to join us with the AGT, we are there on June 11th. Make sure you sign up in time and can't wait to be out there this season. Awesome. Well, thanks again very much for having me and have a great year with your AGT as well. Thank you. Same to you. All right. Well, there you have it. If you haven't been to the ranch and you find yourself in the Edmonton area, or if you are in the Edmonton area and you somehow haven't played the ranch, um, definitely. Now I haven't played a ton of golf up there, but it's definitely one of my favorites. Always in great condition. The greens roll great. Um, and just a really fun course to play. You'll, you'll definitely see holes on there that you will never see anywhere else. So it's, it's interesting. And I like interesting courses that kind of keep my mind having to think about shots where you can't just go out there and bomb it. All right. Our last interview here is Cohen Yeski. He is a, I think 16 year old, um, from the Calgary area here, brothers with Callie from earlier in the podcast. And here is what Cohen had to say. All right, you guys, we are here with Junior Golfer of the Month, Cohen Yeski. Cohen, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, can you tell the listeners, um, I guess we told them your name already, but how old you are, where you go to high school, and what course you play out of? Well, yeah, I'm um, Cohen Yeski. I'm 15 years old. I'm in grade 10 at the National Sports School, and my home course is the Glencoe. Awesome. Um, do you have any nicknames? Not, not specifically. I don't know. Other than the goat. I mean, <laughs> just by, but no, not specifically. Just go by Cohen usually. So. All right. Um, how did you get into golf? Well, it was, uh, I think it was my dad who just brought me out to the golf course one day and then just kind of went on from there. I kind of enjoyed it as a kid. And then obviously now I'm more into it than just once a week at the range or whatever, but yeah, it was just kind of my dad who introduced me to the game. So. Awesome. Is your dad a pretty good golfer? No, no. I, I mean, he's, he's decent. He's like a 12 handicap. So he's, he's a decent player, but 
definitely not nowhere near my level. You, I guess. I, you, I you and Callie. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Sean. Um, when did you, I guess, how old were you when you started playing like full 18 hole rounds? I think I was 10. Yeah. Four or five years ago, I was 10 years old when I started actually playing full 18 holes, you know, got my own set of clubs and all that. So nice. And then how old were you when you started playing tournaments? I think not last year, the year before that, <clears throat> two years ago, my, it was my first real competitive season when I started getting into the MJTs and CJGAs and all those tournaments and stuff. So really, cause you, you had some good finishes two years ago and yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that was your first year. That's yeah, cool. That was my first year. I got off to a hot start, I guess you'd say. So yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, we'll talk about the hot start that you got off to already this season yeah. in a minute, but, um, do you have any future goals in golf? What's the plan for, for you going forward? Well, yeah, obviously I'd, I'd love to get a D one scholarship down in the States. That would be the ultimate goal. I mean, just by progressing with my game and winning more tournaments as I get older here, grade 11 and 12 coming up. So that should be good. And then obviously the end goal is to go play professional and play on the PGAs one day. That would be nice. That would be very cool for yeah. sure. What would you say is the strongest part of your game? Probably my chipping, unfortunately, because I miss, miss lots of greens sometimes. And uh, <laughs> I've gotten really good at that over the years. And I don't know, I always just love going to the chipping green and just chipping around. So that's that's there's something to be said about having a really good short game though because if you can get those to like tap in range yeah. and you're still getting up and down pretty easy yeah. uh why do you love golf well i mean obviously i'm just really competitive and golf's really difficult and i i just love the competitive aspect of and how difficult it is to go out and play well and I don't know. I, I mean, I like lots of sports, but I guess golf just stuck with me. Just had a, had a love for it. I don't know. <laughs> we're us golfers. I feel like we're a sick bunch. We, yeah. we like being challenged. We like not being able to reach perfection and yeah. just constantly having something to work towards. Right. Yeah. Um, what would you say is your best favorite memory on the golf course so far? Well, yeah, I'm sure Callie right. said it in yeah. her interview, but um, yeah, getting my, getting that hole in one at uh, twelve years old that was that was unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, 120 yards with a hybrid back back in the day, and <laughs> it was just unreal. I haven't made a hole in one since, so that was just an unbelievable moment for me. So, so I didn't ask her actually. She said it was five days apart. So who got it first? I, I did. Yeah, it was oh, on the same okay. hole too. Same hole, five days apart. And what hole? Because I also didn't ask her that. You it's, guys kind of grew up at Valley Ridge, didn't you? Oh, well, it's we have a cottage up at Gull Lake. And oh, okay. there's a part three course up at Gull Lake, the Gull, the Gull Lake Golf Course. And I think, yeah, it was hole four there, just at the little part three course. So, yeah. Wicked. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, what is the accomplishment that you are most proud of so far in golf? Oh, well, other than, I would say, developing my game and, you know, maturing as a person, but probably from the golf, like results side, probably, I mean, just the tournament earlier, what, about a week and a bit ago, that was, yeah, that was all great to get off to a good start and just see that all the hard work over the winter that I put in is kind of paid off a little bit, even though it's the first tournament of the year still. So 
A hundred percent. And I mean, the scores that weekend were unbelievable, especially in your age division, right? Yeah. Like that was such a tight race. Yeah. Now you and I saw each other pretty much every single week over the winter. You had your yeah. lessons with Jamie Reimer pretty much yeah. the same time Tyler was at modern for his lessons. So, yeah. um, I actually recorded your, your sister's interview back in February. And, um, I mean, she also had some nice scores and ended up winning her age division yeah. as well. So, so the tournament in Lethbridge, yeah. um, you ended up shooting, I believe is par 71. You were even part of the first day, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you just went on a bit of a heater in that final round. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, I started off with a double on my first hole as well, which really, was, yeah, it was, it was a bit of a rough start, but obviously pulled myself together and I made an Eagle and a couple birdies along the way. And really just brought it back, I guess, after that tough start. But yeah, I don't know. I just got on a hot streak there. Uh, a couple holes made whatever, like three birdies and five holes and really just kicked, kicked things into gear, but they're pretty good. So. Yeah. Amazing. So 67 in yeah. your final round there um, to win. And that was good enough to win. So yeah. unbelievable. That was what four under, I guess, for the tournament for the two yeah. days. Yeah. Um, for the first tournament of the season and in April, unbelievable. So congratulations yeah, on thank that. You. Yeah, I appreciate it. All right, let's move on to these rapid fire questions. Cohen, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Okay. Favorite professional golfer? Rory McIlroy. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Favorite major? Probably the Masters. <laughs> yeah. Has to be Masters. 100%. Uh, favorite golf course in Alberta? Probably gonna have to go with the the forest at the Glencoe. It's a, it's a nice track out there. So yeah, it's so funny how you guys answer these questions because I don't know. I mean, you might you might know how spoiled you are. Yeah. <laughs> but like there's so many people out here, I'm sure, listening who are like, oh my God, he gets to play the forest because he's uh, a junior nice, at the Glencoe. It's a nice place, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh favorite golf course ever played. Probably Banff Springs. I like really. I just like the views. I mean, yeah. not even so much about the golf course, just the views are un unbelievable. So yeah, for sure. Um, what's a course that you haven't played but want to? Oh, well, I mean, you gotta go with the Pebble Beach, St. Andrews, old course. Those would be the those are the two biggest ones, but I mean, maybe like oh, goodness, within reach. I don't know. I've I haven't played many courses out in BC. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if I have to pick one, it'd be Pebble Beach, but I mean, that's a bit far out. I don't know if you know this, but your sister literally answered the exact same Pebble wow. Beach or St. Andrews. Unbelievable. <laughs> Do you play any other sports or did you, I guess, up until you started taking golf more seriously? Yeah. I mean, I played all kinds of school sports, but I was pretty serious about volleyball and I, I just stopped this year, actually. I made it won provincials last year for volleyball so but just Very decided cool. had to pick between volleyball and golf and golf just took precedence I guess I don't know volleyball is just just a bit too much time during the week so yeah it's a big commitment what position were you in volleyball uh, I was power yeah. <laughs> oh, I nice. on the wings got got to hit a bunch that's that's the fun stuff for me yeah absolutely that is probably the the best I was yeah. never tall enough to actually hit over the net so yeah. <laughs> Uh, what is your favorite milkshake or ice cream flavor? Oh, 
goodness, probably cookies and cream for ice cream flavor. Ah. I don't know. I'm a bit bland. I like the vanilla milkshakes, but cookies and cream for the ice cream flavor, probably. So I like that. Favorite meal. Oh, I mean, I probably just got to go chicken fingers and fries. I don't know. That's a bit unhealthy, but nothing better. Okay. Speaking of unhealthy, I'm going to ask you this question just to see if you answer the same as your sister. Favorite chip flavor? Like salt and pepper or salt and vinegar or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you eat chips. Your sister says she does not like the processed foods. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, come on. She's better than all that. (laughs) Good for her. Uh, Last question. Favorite type of pizza? Pepperoni. Good old pepperonis. Favorite. Pretty standard. Yep. For sure. Awesome. Uh, Well, thanks so much, Cohen, for your time. And, um, Good luck the rest of the season. I know I'll be probably watching you a lot. You're in the same age division as my child. So I'm sure we'll see you out on the golf course a lot this season. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. That is it for this month's show. Um, I guess we're (laughs) technically over a week late for April, but that's okay. Um, Make sure that if you are playing in an AGT event this year, you get signed up as soon as you can. Registration closes seven to 10 days in advance. I need to give the golf courses final numbers so they can release any extra tee times um, on their tee sheet and get them booked by the public. So um, anything last minute, you're probably going to be waitlisted and it's hit or miss on whether or not I can get you in. So make sure that you go sign up. Anyone coming to Copper Point this weekend, I am so excited to see you. And um, this is going to be a great season. I am super pumped. Let's do this. As usual, follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Golf Life AB and Alberta Golf Tour for the tour. Um, check out the website at golflifeab.com. We'll see you next time.